Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. There it is. The Super Bowl is set. Sure is. That was a bummer. Yeah, I'm sorry to see Detroit lose that one. Yeah, yeah. that's rude. I'm sorry, Tim. I'm so sorry, Tim. You know what? I was team. trained a Lions fan 16 years ago. I moved to Cincinnati and <laughs> I just, just tagged fan. in with the, the Bengals and I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah. So. familiar. That's what I said okay. to you guys. It was guys. an easy merge. It <laughs> yeah. felt really um, familiar Natural. when they won after 32 years. You were like, yeah! Yep. And then when they lost, well, like well, they were up by seventeen and lost, you were like, "Oh my god!" When they were up uh, by there's so my many. lions. Yeah, when they yeah. were up by so many, I was like, "This is so, so lions and yeah. too good to be true." Yes. Oh. Yeah, what Sad. Right. Who are you guys gonna root for? The Chiefs or the 49ers? 49ers. Yeah. 49ers. 49ers. Same. I'm just gonna watch. <laughs> I am about as interested in those teams as I'm interested in infomercials at two in the morning. Yeah, Maybe see- you'll like the commercials. <laughs> Okay. I like. The, I know this is horrible for me to say, but I like to watch Patrick Mahomes play. He's so good. Yeah, he's so good. I do enjoy watching the yeah. Chiefs and the way that he and Kelsey connect. You gotta respect it. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You know, I'd like to see how these two match I, up. Yeah, yeah. Matt Purdy. I know it. I think he's so cute, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. He is so stinking cute. Doesn't he just look like a baby? I mean, yeah. He's just got mm-hmm. this baby face. He looks like he's 12 years old. That's what I told Tim this morning. I said he's the 49ers uh, quarterback, but he also is like a sophomore at Elder. Yeah. Like he looks like <laughs> that looks he's like He's 24, him. right? Yeah, he's, he's young. Super young. Uh, well, there it is. So it's the Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers headed to the Super Bowl. Uh, what America is most excited about that matchup? Plus, Alyssa Milano needs your money. And Ben Shapiro is number one on iTunes. He's a rapper now. Lots to get you caught up on. The first E! News of the day is straight ahead. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com we'll get to both those stories here in a bit but first the chiefs are still the chiefs and believe it you gotta fight for your right to Super Bowl is set. How about that? I like that uh, Travis is staying true to his roots. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. It is the Chiefs and the 49ers, officially. 
Chiefs beat the Ravens 17-10. to They're the AFC champs. 49ers came back in the second half after the Detroit Lions had a 17-point lead. They won it 34-31. to Total bummer on that one for sure. Taylor Swift, of course, was at the Chiefs game, gave Travis Kelsey a, celeb- a celebratory kiss, several of them, actually. I actually thought that was the cutest part of it. It felt to me like the they weren't really trying to show her a lot because they showed her just like a little bit. But then after the game, it was so cute. I thought it was darling that she was on the field and like hugging his dad. There's all these pictures of the two of them like walking around together. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Yeah, sweet. So over at the Niners game, Journey was on hand to play Don't Stop Believin'. And since they're a San Francisco band, they omitted Detroit from the lyrics and made the city boy born and raised in the Bay Area. Yeah, I can hear like a Journey medley that was taking place, too, sort of in the background. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Kind of cool. It felt like the announcers were kind of making fun of it, though. Did you guys hear that, too? They were mm-hmm. like, is that Journey? What's go- what's going on? What are they doing yeah. here? For the record, there is no place called South Detroit. South Correct. of Detroit is Windsor, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> which yeah. Windsor was actually named South Detroit for a period of time before they decided on Windsor way back in the day. Yeah, when they realized that, they were like, well, we for should real. just switch it to San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> So according to a recent poll, 4,730 adults were asked, what are you most excited about? What's your favorite part? Super Bowl. 32% said the game. 20% none of it. Six, 16% like the halftime show. 14% like the commercials. 11% aren't sure. And 6% prefer the announcer's commentary. Oh, well, that's fun. Sunday, February 11th, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas starts at 6.30. And CBS and Paramount... Usher will be the halftime show. Um, Our boss sent us a note this morning that American Airlines announced a direct flight from Kansas City to Las Vegas, flight number 1989, in honor of Taylor Swift. How about that? How cute is that? that. And it was minutes after that game ended that... They were ready to go. I actually feel like they probably had that flight ready to go yesterday morning. Oh, just precious. Well, it would be wise. Yeah. Yeah. Living in that city. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. Coming up, Alyssa Milano started a GoFundMe to raise money for a trip for her son's baseball team. And, you know, since she's worth millions, uh, a lot of people are not very cool with that. So we'll get into what exactly she's asking for and what is her current situation. That and the rest of the day's e-news is we can This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
A conservative commentator, Ben Shapiro, is a rapper now. Who knew? And he has the number one song in the country. This is so crazy. Well, on iTunes, anyway. It's actually by rapper Tom McDonald featuring Ben. Well, Ben is a very fast talker. So it doesn't surprise me that he's able to, you know, really quickly. Uh, It's called Facts. Uh, It's pretty much a laundry list of conservative gripes from gender and pronouns to Black Lives Matter and gay pride. A little defund the police and woke thrown in there for good measure. So... I hear that. There you go. Aren't there some rappers that are actually saying he ain't half bad? Uh, Nicki Minaj uh, weighed in uh, only because he referenced her first. Uh, He says, Nicki, take some notes. I just did this for fun. All my people download this. Let's get a billboard number one. (laughs) And uh, she did notice, and she told Ben it was, quote, not bad. (laughs) Hey, for Nicki to say that, that's a pretty... Solid compliment. She did notice similarity, however, to her own track, Roman's Revenge. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if there'll be some copyright. So maybe she could go eh, after him. You're welcome. <laughs> go after him a little bit. Try to cash How in. about that? But yeah. uh, according to Shapiro, the song also hit number one on the hip-hop rap chart, surpassing artists including Nicki, Megan Thee Stallion, and Eminem. That's funny. All right, Alyssa Milano started a GoFundMe page to raise money for a trip for her son's baseball team. And, of course, people are getting a little feisty about it. Uh, Her son is 12, and this is what she tweeted. She said, my son's baseball team is raising money for their Cooperstown trip. Any amount would be so greatly appreciated. You could read more about the team and make a donation here. Uh, She's talking about Cooperstown, New York, where the Baseball Hall of Fame is located. So here's what got people a little fired up. She's been working pretty steadily in Hollywood for 40 years and is by all accounts a multimillionaire on her own. She's also married to David Bugliari, one of the heads of the Creative Arts Agency, a major Hollywood talent agency. She drives a $200,000 electric Porsche taken (laughs) for us with a $14,000 custom paint job. So the Internet's letting her have it. She could probably... With the bill pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I forgot she was married to the CAA guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the money guy. Right. Yeah. And That's she's insane. Yeah, they're letting her have it. She um, said a follow-up tweet. She said, I'm getting media inquiries about whether I have financially contributed to my son's baseball team. I've paid for uniforms for the entire team and coaches, thrown birthday parties, and sponsor any kid who can't afford monthly dues. The kids also do fundraising themselves, car washes, movie nights, and many other fun things. Thank you to all who have contributed to the GoFundMe. You've made things easier for these boys and their families. So, yeah. I mean, people with means ask for stuff like that all the time. Because it's not we, fair for them to be expected to pay all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Fritch, I mean, you've asked for stuff. You know, tried to sell stuff like for your kid or whatnot, you know, to help support their... Whatever. Like Girl Scout cookies immediately sure. comes to mind. Right. <laughs> I mean, we just were doing that right now. Yeah. But sometimes, I mean, I think there's a couple of things that play here for me personally. The first one is I want them to understand the how to earn it. Selling the cookies equals the reward. So maybe, and, and but this is why I struggle with her putting out the GoFundMe page. It's like, what are they learning? 
from the GoFundMe page. Other than asking people for money. Other than asking for money. The car yeah. washes, all the other noise that you said, absolutely. Yeah. Like, if she was sharing that kind of stuff, then I think I could get behind it more. But just yeah. flat out saying support the GoFundMe feels a bit meh. It's kind of hard because we're talking about doing a GoFundMe for Jacob's hip-hop team because they're set to go to Worlds mm-hmm. in April. 18 kids on the team. It's a very pricey trip. It's Disney World. It's, you know, hotels and yeah. all of that. A lot. We, and in your defense, a lot of dance teams do this. A oh, lot. Yeah. Because they all go to Disney. Yeah. Yeah. But our kids, you know, we're limited in, in how much work they can do and how much fundraising they can do. And so we want as many team members to go as possible. And we want them all to stay together in the same hotel. And it's like, do we, don't we, do we, don't we? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. You can sell shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and the proceeds go to benefit the trip. Yeah. Yeah, but Not the challenge idea. the challenge with that kind of stuff is this is that if you purchase say you have a $20 t-shirt, well the kid might only get a dollar for shirt versus you giving me direct $20. Jen you know? would never do that. I'm just saying never do well, I think Shoot. people misunderstand the profit margin yes. when you do this. Yes. Because the profit like, margin is not what you think right. it is. And even when we're selling all these Girl Scout cookies, like, you know, some people don't want to have the cookie, so they'll just give a donation. Right. Which mm-hmm. I'm not asking for, but sometimes they just do. Yeah. And so, that's direct money. So we're only hating on Alyssa Milano on this story then. Well, I think just because she's asking for direct money like that. Like, yeah. if people just maybe gave it to her on their own. Which yeah. people do all the time. It's right. just she's catching heat because she's... Well, she was only asking She was only asking for $10,000. Um, Which people said you should have on you your own. Do, yeah, you probably have that in cash in your billfold <laughs> right now. She could have skipped the custom paint job. <laughs> yeah. And just or, got the regular factory paint job. Or yeah. she could have gotten a $100,000 car instead yeah. of a $200,000 well, car. But I get her point. She's like, I pay yeah. for stuff all the, all time. the time. Really, guys? Yeah, do I yeah. have to do it every single time? Yeah. And she did raise, she asked for 10 She's raised 11 So let's see if she shuts down the GoFundMe or if she continues to collect. No, because they're going to need know? it for something else down the now road. They need you got to keep food. asking. Now they need it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it's, it's very, hard. it's very tricky. It's, it is tricky. Yes, once you <laughs> once you reach that level of success, they're like, we need more. <laughs> we need to take it up a notch. Uh, Jay Leno has filed for a conservatorship over his wife, Mavis, uh, because evidently she is battling dementia. That's so hard. I didn't know that. Uh, that's got to be tough for him. There will be a hearing on April 9th. The legal papers say that Mavis has been, quote, progressively losing capacity and orientation to space and time for several years now. And they add that Jay is, of course, fully capable of continuing his support for Mavis's physical and financial needs as he has throughout their marriage. Uh, they met, they, they've been together forever. They met in the 1970s after he performed at the Comedy Store in Los Angeles They got married in 1980. Uh, They never had kids, but they've stayed together all these years. Mavis is 77. Jay's a little younger. He's 73. Hmm. That is sad. Yeah. All right. So did any of you know the answer? Did any of you see Dune? No. No. Okay. Well, AMC Theaters created a special popcorn bucket to celebrate the upcoming release of Dune 2. But it looks like they inadvertently created a sex toy in the process. 
The bucket's got a plastic cover that's supposed to look like the mouth of a sandworm, which is a creature from the movie. But it also looks like something else. And in just the last few days, it's become a meme. One AMC employee tweeted, Another day working at the multiplex, everyone keeps asking me if they can have sex with the Dune 2 popcorn bucket. Buddy, this is an AMC. Of course you can have sex with the popcorn bucket. (laughs) It's apparently his response. So I don't know if these are going to sell out quickly because they've become somewhat of a unique. I got to pull this up now. Mm -hmm. See what it looks like. Yep. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Here it is. There you go. There it is. And there you have it. Oh, yeah. Kind of, sort of. Interesting choice, right? A little awkward. Mm-hmm. It's one of the, it's one of those things. Product you know, quality control people. Does it you know, Were they looking at it? Yeah, they, 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 nobody saw that when they were looking at it and decided to make that the popcorn bucket top. Oh, my word. I know. <laughs> so when you go to a concert, uh, especially, you know, if it's one of your favorite artists, you're you're enthused, you're jazzed, you're yeah. excited. Pumped, ready you know, to go. you're hooting, you're hollering, you're cheering. Mm-hmm. You may be singing along. Maybe you're standing in your seat. Unless you're at a Richard Marks concert. Richard Marks was doing one of his uh, acoustic classics, Angelina. And there was a woman in the audience who was yelling something out during one of his acoustic sets. and He got feisty. Well, here's how he dealt with it. I'm genuinely curious who raised you to think that anything you could yell out was more important than what we were doing. Learn some manners, lady. He is feisty. What did she yell? I couldn't about tell. About the bathroom? I couldn't tell. Now we I can't make it out. The bathroom's on the right. That's what I heard, but who knows? No, I don't know. I don't know. Break drunk. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm fine. People do that all the time, though, when they're doing those kinds of things, and then they yell, I love you! Yeah. Or they just yell something out loud. Usually, I feel like it's more embraced than that. Mm. I had the coolest Richard Marks experience when he was first coming up. He was getting ready to go on tour, and he was doing a really small show, just like a, a rehearsal in Chicago. And the radio station I was working for sent some winners to go to the small bar where he was doing his entire set. He was getting ready to go on a big world tour, and there were maybe 200 people in the bar. That's cool. I It was super cool. And uh, he threw me a, a guitar pick. Aww. I know, with his name, he is a black guitar pick. And is Richard Marks in gold on the guitar? Do you pick. still have it somewhere? It might. It's got to be somewhere. It's with her I bong. Yeah, <laughs> that she bong can't find. That somebody stole, stole that somebody too. Stole. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Christy. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Doing awesome. I got your headlines here. There are a total of three of them. Your job is to pick which one of them is the real one. So let's see if you can make it happen. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here's the real one A. A guy vandalized a car with spaghetti. Is it B, someone vandalized a house with pepperoni? Or C, a woman vandalized a parking lot with chili con queso? I'm going to guess C. Nope, it's not the queso today. Darn. Oh, man. It's the pepperoni. Yeah, a woman in New Jersey recently had her home vandalized, for lack of a better term, with pepperoni. There were large chunks of it by her doorstep and just strewn around the porch. More pieces were kind of like strategically placed down the stairs. Looked kind of deliberate. And then there were four slices on the hood of her car, four more on the trunk. That's just weird. It is weird. And she has no idea who did it or why. So she reported it to the police. And there wasn't any real damage. But, you know, obviously she's worried about that happening again because someone was trespassing on her property. And if they come with pepperoni again, the meat could, I mean, it could damage the paint on her car despite what it is. From the door to the edge of the porch and then strategically placed down the stairs to the driveway. Nothing on the driveway. And then four slices on the hood and four slices on the trunk. We're trying to figure out who goes around with two loaves of pepperoni and a knife in the middle of the night and cuts it up into slices and throws it on people's property. Like, you have nothing better to do with your time. <laughs> it's wrong. You should not be trespassing. You should not be vandalizing people's properties. Like, you know, I mean, I even made a joke and called them the pepperoni bandits. That is weird. That's the homeowner, Heather Doherty. Uh, it's also not 100% clear if it's pepperoni because the local pizzeria owner says it looks like some kind of salami in the family of pepperoni. Wow. And he added, as an Italian, seeing this hurts the heart. Hmm. Police are investigating. Yep. All right. Well, coming up, uh, about 20 minutes or so, 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese is going to join us. Why is liquor so expensive these days? Is it? Is it going up? Yeah, it's gone up a little bit. I just, it kind of went up with the rate of inflation, so it didn't seem like it was any more expensive than... Than normal. Than normal. You know, we've seen toilet paper go up, eggs go up, everything else, so why not? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. People play chess. Rednecks can amuse ourselves for hours with a sheet of bubble wrap. Pop, 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 pop. Oh, for God's sakes, Joe, let the kids play with it a while. You're gonna be late to work. Jeff Foxworthy. On, uh, what is today? What is today? What's what's today's made-up holiday? National Bubble Wrap, Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. And it's wow. National Puzzle Day. 
two very important things. It's also Oprah's 70th birthday today. Did wow. you guys know that? 70? She hit the big 7 0. Wow. Yeah. Happy Good for birthday her. to Oprah. Okay. So, why are convenience stores turning restrooms into dance clubs? And name your cat after your ex and have it neutered. That's the new thing. It's Monday, the 29th of January of 2024. We are Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs, and believe it, you got to fight for your right to fight! And there it is, the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. Yes, the teams for Super Bowl 58 are set. Uh, did you watch any of either of the games to see who made it in? I watched both of them. Yep, yeah, me too. We, we okay. all did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we. I was in and out, but yeah, I was aware. I could yeah. tell you who they were, but a poll found one in eleven viewers will have no idea until they turn the game on. Isn't that funny? Yeah, nine percent of people who plan to watch the Super Bowl say they won't know which teams are playing in it un- until the game starts. And again, for the record, it is the San Francisco 49ers versus Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team. <laughs> that other team. The, red, funny. the red one. But it just goes to show you that people that are very caught up in, in pop culture and sports and just everything that's on the news, that it's a good reminder that not everybody is paying that close attention. Right. <laughs> not everybody's It's our here. job to welcome them in if they so choose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, to your point, the average viewer will only watch 29 minutes of the game itself. Of the actual Super Bowl? Of the actual Super Bowl. Ah. Well, there's so much going on. Yeah, the snacks alone remove me from the television. Mm-hmm. Snacks, yep. the socialization, the commercials, whatever else you got going on in your place, yep. your house. I thought about maybe throwing party. a Super Bowl party. You should. Yeah, it might be fun. The only challenge is, is that I'm going to want to probably go to bed early and everybody's going to want to stay till the end of the game. Right. Because you know that game lasts forever uh, because uh-huh. of all of the commercial breaks. 10, 30, 11. Yeah. yeah. Uh, only a third of Americans can name last year's Super Bowl champs. The Chiefs. Yeah, we all know who that was. Yes, <laughs> Not all of us. Well, I'm saying it, I feel like in Cincinnati we're a little closer yes. to it maybe. Uh, but they've now been in it for the past five years. They won. They've Ugh. won two so far. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know. There's also a lot of people who just they just want to socialize at Super Bowl parties. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's going, especially if it's not the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Uh, but if you're hosting a party and thinking about upgrading your TV, top things people will buy before hosting a Super Bowl party will include a new grill, new TV. While we're at, let's just get some new dishes while we're at it. And we might want to consider getting a new couch, but let's not put it out until after. The- right. People are going to spill beer on it. 77% of people say good food and good snacks are paramount Yes, for a great Super Bowl party. Agreed. Top five Super Bowl snacks in order. Beginning with number one, chips, followed by dips, followed by hot, do- hot dogs, yeah, pizza, and burgers. Queen City hot sausage, dogs number baby. three. Mm-hmm. Got to get that Cincinnati hot dog. Are wings not on the? I would have put wings way up there. I probably would have put that at the top. Yeah, it's probably because of the chicken 
prices too, Jeff. It's getting more expensive to eat the chicken wings, especially oh. now. I mean, because the, the football season, how many wings are eaten on Super Bowl Sunday? Isn't it like an astronomical like amount? That. Oh yeah, I believe. Do you guys have plans? I'll be in Mexico, and I am going to watch zero of that game. Oh, no. I don't know. We don't have any plans, but like I said, we might have a party. We have a family party on February the 10th, which is the Saturday, and I'm like, well, we'll already have everything out and together. We might as well just have people over. Give them the leftovers. We might. Lots of dips. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're just going to lay low, hang out in Kenwood, watch the game, try to get a good night's sleep. Yep. If you are stuck in traffic, consider yourself lucky. A skier in Lake Tahoe was taking the lift back down the mountain last Thursday when it stopped, and she ended up stranded in midair overnight. Oh, my god! And the employees didn't realize she was up there, apparently. That's horrifying. What a horrible way to die. <laughs> she didn't Freezing die to death on a... She didn't <laughs> die. In Did a die? foreign country. Well... But, I mean, I'm sure she was thinking that. You know, am I going to die up here? Am I going to freeze to death up here? Yeah, her name is Monica Monica Lasso. Uh, she's not even from here. She's from Chile. She did not have her phone. No one could hear her yelling for help. Oh, God. So God. she was stuck up there for 15 hours. Oh, my God. In frigid, freezing cold yep. weather. Oh, I can't even... Now, luckily, it was a closed-air gondola and not an open-air ski lift. luckily. So she at least had that going for her. Uh, There was also a survival kit inside. She didn't find it, apparently. Maybe didn't know it was in there. It wasn't very well marked. Yeah, she never ended up getting rescued. Her friends ended up reporting her missing. But employees only found out she'd been up there when they got to work the next day, turned the lift back on, and... It dumped her out of the bottom. Oh, my God. She said she screamed for help so long, she literally lost her voice. I'm sure. Uh, But luckily, she's okay. Firefighters checked her out, and she decided not to go to the hospital. No word on if she plans to sue or if anyone's been fired. I mean, that does sound like a major screw-up on the resort's part. Horrifying. Uh, The resort says they are investigating what happened. Wow. Yeah. See, that's, that's just, add that to my list of fears of, of getting into <laughs> something like that to begin with. What do you think you guys would do if you got stuck in like an elevator or some something like that? What would you guys do? I would do a lot of breathing exercises. You? I would just sleep. See, Get that's what I always sleep. think. I'm like, I would think I would just lay and take a nap. Yeah, I mean, they're going to figure it out eventually. They're going to need that elevator back. They're going to want it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if there's gonna. no, if the alarm's not working or the phone's not working. What are you going to do? as well just. Get some sleep while I have the chance. (laughs) (laughs) Most roadside convenience stores don't want you using their restrooms. And uh, the feeling is mutual in many cases. Uh, But one chain is making their bathrooms more fun. Six hop shop locations in northern Kentucky have installed big red buttons in their bathrooms with a sign saying, do not push this button. Of course. But there's also an image of their mascot, Hopper the Frog, winking, which signals that you could push the button if you wanted to. We'd triple dog dare you. And if you do, it temporarily turns the bathroom into a dance club. This is awesome. I've seen this. You know, I think Statman down the hallway went, 
and it like turns on the disco ball and all the lights and it's flashing. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it's pretty cool. The manager says the disco parties have gone viral on social media. <laughs> Look at that. One push sets the balls in motion and starts a party in the potty. They'll just burst into laughter, and then they come out, and they run out and grab family and run back in the bathroom, and it just brings a lot of joy. It's pretty wild, pretty fun time in there. It's funny. I love it. We had a 60-year-old lady that went in, and she came out, and she said that was the best day of her life. Oh. Uh, that was Mary Moss commenting there. There's such a draw that people are now just going a hop to use the bathroom. That's funny. Because they've heard about it. Yeah. She, uh... Yeah, this woman proudly says she celebrated her 20th birthday by visiting all six hop shops, disco bathrooms. The idea was to do something unique to bring people in, and hopefully they'll make purchases while they're there. Uh, that's an old McDonald's trick. Like a million years ago, back in the day, McDonald's used to used to be known for their clean bathrooms. Uh, they're not anymore, are they? That's, well, not so much, but <laughs> yeah, I guess it just depends on who owns that particular franchise McDonald's, but uh, but that was their thing. You know, they wanted to bring people in. They wanted to be that roadside place that yeah. people knew they could always go to to use a clean bathroom, and hopefully while they were there. Even if it wasn't mealtime, fries always make a great snack. Well, I'm going to use their bathroom. <laughs> I should probably buy something. something. Oh, you yeah. Know, a little bit of that guilt there. Oh, yeah. Right. You'll blow it up, so I'm going to get a Big Mac. Well, they started this club thing by trying it in one location last year, and it's been such a hit now that there are six locations that have it. Wow. There's uh, more than a dozen hop shop locations in Kentucky and Ohio. That's fun. So I don't know if they're going to do that to every location, but they got them in five or six of them now. That's so cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I wonder what songs play. Uh, is it just I've Had the Time of My Life, or is it? Oh, I don't is know. There more? It's got to be, you know. that's not exactly a disco song. What's the Donna Summers? The Last Dance. Yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. She's got to be on there somewhere. Yeah. Bad girls. Does it feel like half the people you encounter in life are self-absorbed jerks? <laughs> <laughs> New study looked at the states with the most narcissists. They checked how often people Google things across four categories, like wanting to learn about narcissists or narcissists in relationships. Or narcissists and families. And narcissists at work. So things like, is my boss a narcissist? But surprisingly, bosses are not the top person we wonder about. Our mom is. Really? Is my mom a narcissist ranks first? Oh, wow. Then it's husband, <laughs> boyfriend, wife, partner, dad, friend, girlfriend, sister, and bosses. Like 10th. Interesting. Yeah, but according to the results, the five states with the most narcissists are Texas by a long shot, followed by Iowa, New Hampshire, Maine, and oh, look at that, Indiana. Indiana made the top five. Hawaii has the least. The city with the, the city with the most narcissists, and this is not a surprising landslide, is New York, New York, and not surprisingly, since CEOs are more likely to be narcissists and psychopaths. Oh, boy. Wow. I feel like narcissist is one of those 
things that has just become very popular in the last five years to call somebody or to label them as. It's like, oh, he's such a narcissist. Oh, that guy's such a narcissist. Well, it felt like once we got a definition. Said the narcissist. (laughs) But once we got a definition of what it was, we were like, oh, so that's what we call those people. That's what that is. That's That's what those are. Now, there's an animal shelter in New Jersey called Homeward Bound Pet Adoption. And they're offering a unique service for Valentine's Day this year. Uh, Jilted women are definitely the target market for this. But for a $50 donation, they'll name a feral cat after your ex, (laughs) then neuter it. (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) They'll also spay female cats. But the real appeal is getting to name a cat after a guy you hate who wronged you in some way and being able to say that you just had his baby makers lopped off. You just castrated him. Right. Yeah. Whoa. The flyer they posted online says, neuter your ex for Valentine's Day (laughs) because some things shouldn't breed. (laughs) That's cute. Clever. I wonder how much money they'll make doing that. Yeah, they'll probably do all right. They'll get a little press anyway. Getting some attention for sure. I'm sure they'll get some earned media. Yes, they sure will. (laughs) We're all probably on our phones way too much. And while, speaking of media, and while some of us use our smartphones worry free, a lot of us don't. So here are four phone habits that could be signs of anxiety. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. Doom scrolling. Oh, yeah. What's that? Doom scrolling is when you find yourself constantly searching for disturbing news, even though that news never makes you feel any better. Uh, This could be both a sign of anxiety and even the cause of your anxiety in the first place. Well, you're worried about something bad. You're thinking something bad is about to happen or is going on right now. And so you're looking for evidence. You want to be informed. Mm. So you keep looking and looking and looking. There it is. There it is. Yep. And now what do you do with that information? Well, you worry. And then you look for more. <laughs> Sick, That's how it works. Wow. Uh, Here's another one. Avoiding people by using your phone. Have you ever acted like you were on your phone to avoid talking to someone? Yeah. (laughs) All the time. Frequently. Okay. If you're avoiding real-life interactions in favor of your phone, that could be a sign of anxiety. Well, in all fairness, it it depends on the person that you're trying to avoid talking to. That needs to factor in. Like if you hear somebody you Thank don't you enjoy, that, yeah. if you hear somebody you don't enjoy coming down the hallway talking to somebody else, you pick up the phone. Hey mom, what's up? Oh yeah, sorry. Hey mom's on the line. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just do one of those. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, number three, the inability to put your phone down. If you have trouble separating from your phone, especially at times when you don't need it, this can point to anxiety. Like when you're exercising or going to bed or in a work meeting. And finally, uh, the fourth and final phone habit that might be a sign of anxiety, when you panic if your phone isn't working, 
If you feel super nervous and panicky when your phone dies or doesn't have Wi-Fi, that could be a problem. Now, this does not include people using their phones for safety, obviously. It's more of a red flag if you're freaking out because you can't access Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think all of us are guilty of all of those to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. suppose it's... Like, if you leave your phone at home, yeah. you feel very... Like naked. I'm yeah. turning around. Yeah, yes. back. Sure. And the first thing you do is to reach for your phone to see to call somebody and ask them if you left it at home. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yes. Or I send out messages on Facebook Messenger. Hey, left my phone at home. Left my phone at home. Hey, my phone's at home. You have to let everybody know that yeah. you left your phone. Yep. By the way, Ohio lottery officials confirmed the services compromised in last month's data breach were fully restored on Friday. If you didn't hear about this, it was a cybersecurity incident that happened on Christmas Eve, which uh, caused caching services to go dark. Um, but lottery officials say winners throughout Ohio evidently cashed f- over 50, almost $51 million in prizes wow. last year. That's crazy. That's amazing. Uh, but according to lottery, claims can be made in four ways. Prices up to 600 can be cashed at any Ohio lottery retailer location. Prices up to $25,000 can be cashed using the mobile caching feature available through the mobile app. And prize up to $5,000 can be cashed at super retailer locations or in a high regional office. Blah, blah, blah. And then any prize claims may also be filed in an Ohio Lottery Regional Office or mailed to the Ohio Lottery Central Office. So it depends on the size of your winnings. This is interesting that they give it to you in the form of a prepaid debit card. Yeah, that is interesting. Up to $5,000. But can you imagine like, hey, you know, I won $20 million. Here's your debit card. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. This thing isn't working anymore. Hello. But anyway, you gotta you gotta give all your information, of course, and your social security number when you win these things, and that's the big concern there. The Ohio Lottery confirmed the investigation into the data breach is ongoing, and the state will take all measures to protect Ohioans with credit monitoring. I thought about two people mailing in their lottery ticket. You know, like, oh, that's risky. Yeah, yeah, like I'm I'm driving it to Columbus or wherever you gotta go. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matteris is here so you don't waste your money on expensive booze. That's right. The next thing, guys, good morning, uh, to get hit with inflation. It's called drinkflation, and uh, it's the price of wine, but particularly uh, the mixed drinks, the yeah. hard stuff. Oh, yeah? Okay. The good stuff, the bourbon, the whiskers. And uh, just just crazy. We heard from a guy over at WCPO 9 who contacted us because he was downtown, not going to mention the restaurant. uh, But with his brunch, he ordered a uh, scotch on the rocks. uh, Johnny Walker scotch on the rocks. Mm -hmm. And the waitress, very nice, nice woman comes over. She says, well, would you like the uh, Johnny Walker red, blue or black? Uh, The red's the cheap one. He goes, you know, I've got my date here. Let me just upgrade it a little bit. I'll get, I'll get the Johnny Walker Blue. Oh, uh, gets a gets a shot at Johnny Walker Blue on the rocks. 
gets the bill. $55 for one shot. For one wow. drink? One shot. You're kidding. Turns what? out Johnny Walker Blue is the expensive one, not the black, which you would think it's the blue. Yeah. That one, uh, we went to the party source over in Bellevue. A great store. I mean, the, the, the oh, selections yeah. there are incredible. Uh, the Johnny Walker Blue is actually kept in a locked case at $250 a bottle. No kidding. And uh, wow. the manager... Just a, just a standard 750 yes, milliliter 750 bottle. milliliters, the standard. The regular Johnny Walker Red is $40 a bottle. The blue, $240 a bottle. Uh, and he said, you know, this is what's happening now in the liquor industry. It's all about supply and demand. Mm. And a lot of the demand is because people want it, they can't find it. And you have these distilleries that don't produce enough. And that's how you get things like Pappy Van Winkle selling for $1,000 a bottle. Oh, my so goodness. Crazy. So it's really getting crazy with the fancy whiskeys, bourbons, scotches, uh, e- even some of the other liquors. There's a, a cognac that's like $1,000 a bottle. Oh my you have to be so careful. If you're in a bar, and I know you want to impress your date. I know the last thing you ever do when you're out with a date in a restaurant is go, oh, I like that that. But how much is that? How much is that dessert? We're thinking of sharing the dessert. How, how much is that? I mean, you don't want to do that, you know, because it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You come off as a tight one. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if but you come, got married anyway. You I found did. a wife. She married me anyway. Can you believe that? But, you know, uh, if you're getting the, the mixed drinks, if you're getting that uh, old-fashioned, that Manhattan, that whatever, Yes. You might want to make sure you know what the price is. Well, and they don't put the price it. on the menu a lot of times either. Yes. They just give you the cocktail list, and you're like, oh, that Paloma looks really nice. Uh-huh. And then the next thing you know, you're like, I just had a $17 glass of grapefruit juice. Yes. Essentially. Uh, yeah, yeah. With some tequila in it. Yes. A lot of the mixed drinks now, uh, even just a regular mixed drink, yeah. are fifteen, dollars $15 to $19 uh, if you go out now in Cincinnati. Wow. Uh, so, you know, when you see something, you're not sure, ask about the price because you too could get hit with a $55 drink, not in New York City, but right here in Cincinnati. Man. So I right. say, don't waste your Money. Okay, what are you working on for tonight, John? Oh, fake Ozempic and Wegovy popping up everywhere. Uh, we check out what happens if you <sighs> order it. Later today. All right, thank you, John. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. be record setting but uh, my hunch is that the super bowl will see a huge boost in ratings over the past few years you know they were the nfl just in general was on a decline there for the longest time yeah and uh fewer and fewer people were watching the games and now you know with taylor swift and kelsey at least that's changed for the chiefs a lot more young women watching a lot more Girls. young women, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the number that they put out? Was it yesterday or the day before of how much money has been earned from Taylor Swift and the NFL and the Chiefs and all that? It was like $331 million. And that includes like TV highlights, social media, digital, print, all the, extra, all the extra stuff. That's so crazy. So each time the Chiefs go to a different city, each city, you know, gets Benefits. their little... The flourish. 
piece of that pie. You know, it was interesting, too. We had that story about uh, Taylor Swift's, her people had sent a cease and desist to the Chiefs about using her image. But then yesterday, before the game, they you know how they put together those, like, little highlight reels of, like, the season, and then they showed that before the field, the people take the field, mm-hmm. and she was in one of them. So I'm like, ooh, I wonder if they got her permission to use her image. I'm cool with it. Just ask me first. Yeah. That, I'm telling you, I'm like, I bet that's what it is. Right, but if you show up to an NFL game, you know, you're essentially, that's an implied contract where a camera, right, but a camera may put you on television whether you realize it or not. Yeah, but I, I think, think they were using it, it for profit. Like, yeah. buy season tickets. Don't you think she's probably acting in every moment just hyper aware that all eyes are on her? Totally acting. And, and That's why and, she's and, always like, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she knows. Right. Yeah. She, she has yeah. to show enthusiasm. Yeah, it's over there. the top. There cannot sure. be one sideways glance at anybody because it will get captured. But she has said, like, when Travis has been hit before, people have seen her mouth, like, what the bleep. Yeah. I know. Yeah. You know, I'm all good with this whole, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. But you you can't start, like, adding me to your marketing material without. Yeah. Paying me a penny or two for that. That's right. You can do it, but it's going to cost you. Anyway, a diehard Swifty, I guess, broke a world record by naming 34 Taylor Swift songs in 60 seconds. Oh, my God. That's not even, that's less than two seconds a song. Yeah. Plus, That's a lot of them good. sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> well, it shows her how wide her appeal is because the guy lives in Pakistan. And it's not... And it's a dude. It's not exactly a, a name that... that uh, let's see. What does it say? The most Taylor Swift songs identified from their lyrics... Yeah, that's the official title. The official title is most Taylor Swift songs identified from their lyrics, not by using a hook of her music like Name That Tune. Okay. Okay, so someone read them out loud. It took them an average of 1.8 seconds to name each song while blindfolded. Wow. So that no one would think he was cheating. I don't know if that'd be harder or easier than hearing the music. Yeah, because 34 Taylor Swift songs in 60 seconds is not exactly a Name That Tune record. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we've shortened this for time, but you, I think you'll get the idea. Start living at the city. The I wish I was from Both of us. Cutting it. Midnight, you come It's here. time. I'm so glad. Thank you, All I knew this morning. Everything has changed. Knew he was a Ready for it. I remember DS streaming. It's sound. You are on the phone. You come with me. I promise that you will never. Yeah, me. You are somebody that. You I need to calm down. We were both young. Love story. I remember when we were. We are never getting back to the. It feels like a butterfly. I, I know that you like. Message important. That you are a video. I don't care. I want to be your anti-hero. I have this thing. Anti-hero. I was writing short hours. Wow. It's strange to think. Should I say no? You look at me. Dear is going down. And wow. there you have it. That is insane. That's World record. Impressive. That's impressive. That's a fan. And you know, yeah. and the guy that's asking the questions is pretty on it too. I mean, reading them quickly. Yes, yeah. reading them quickly. That's With nice. all that 1K letter of the day experience you have, I you could probably you, do that. But that would be challenging because you can't listen to the answers. That's when, like, when we're doing 1K letter of the day. Yeah. If they say something, I just keep going. Because if I sit and think about their answer, I get tripped up. 
do you check off whether they answered or not? Yes. Like, because you got to know what to go back to, right? right? Yes, I check. Uh huh. It's crazy. I check yeah. the ones they pass on are the ones I check. If they get an answer, I just keep going. Well, that's the record to beat. Wow. Thirty-four Taylor Swift songs in sixty seconds. That's pretty good. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Madison is looking for a second date update. We're going to try to help her out. Hi, Madison. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Yeah, so I met Ben on Match right after the holidays. Um, I told him I'm not in a rush to get into a relationship. I just, you know, wanted to get out there, meet some people, explore possibilities. It's good to put that Uh, out there first because if guys think you are seeking marriage sooner than later, it can kind of scare them off a little. Unless he's a guy that is looking for that, too, and then you would want to let them know as well that you're not the one for them. Right. They're the one looking right. to get married. You know, it always gets put on the women. Like, the women are always the ones that are in the big rush to get married, and men don't <laughs> want that. Where is this going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I definitely wanted to make sure expectations were limited, right? Like, I just wanted to explore and he said he was in the same boat so i was really excited to meet him no pressure really relaxed kind of just chill and we met for coffee first and it was easy right we hung out talked for about an hour and i hadn't planned on doing this but it was going really well and he was just nice to be around so i asked him to go to a friend's wedding with me Hmm. you know i planned on going by myself but i always go alone and I think how nice it would be just to have someone there, you know what I mean? Like, to talk to, sit with, dance with, and I thought he'd be a good date. That's all. Yeah, that's not a heavy um, thing, right? Like, when you ask someone to go to a wedding, that's that's not a huge deal. It's not it's not like you're taking him back to your parents, right? Am I no, wrong, No, but ladies? I kind of feel like it is a little bit weird of a date. Don't you feel like that's a weird date? No, because I think a lot of people do that. Like, hey, I need a date for this wedding I got to go to. You want to come? You know, know. just right. as friends? Like I just didn't want to fly solo. You know? Totally. So what I asked, like, he didn't even hesitate. He was like, yeah, sure. You know, sounds good. And we went together, and I thought we had a really good time. We hung out, drank a little, danced, we laughed. Um, I mean, we ended up getting a room at the hotel and stayed over. I had brunch the next day. So, like, it was a good time. Um, and I'm still not looking for anything serious. It was a good time. Want to yeah. make sure. But I do want to see him again. I reached out a few times and just haven't heard anything back because I'm not really sure why. So I'm hoping you can help me figure that out. Well, how do you top hotel sex? (laughs) I know. There is something there for sure. Especially if that's your first time you hook up. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like I said, it was a good time. Right. Yeah. I just want to see, you know, what happened because he hasn't really reached out and hasn't answered me. You didn't get sloppy drunk at the wedding or puke your guts out or? No, no. It was good, clean fun. You didn't catch the bouquet, did you? (laughs) 
Oh, no. I was Dead very giveaway. much avoiding. I didn't even want to get up there for the bouquet talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. We'll call. So it's been how long, you said? Just like a week. Oh, okay. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Ben, see what he's been up to, and uh, maybe get you a second date. Hope so. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe get you two in one of your own beds this time. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many distractions when you're in one person's environment. Too many things, you know. But that night's in that you room, spot, man. Yeah. No distractions whatsoever. Fear you can focus. I'll tell you Fear what. You need to focus If there. he says yes to a second date, we'll pay for the dinner, but the hotel is on you. <laughs> we can't dinner. use your Marriott points. <laughs> yeah, my, my Bond Boy points. Yeah, it's your Bond Boy points. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. Second date update continues. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. So Madison is putting herself out there. She, I think you said you met Ben on Match. Is that right? Yes. Right. Yes. But you're not looking to get married anytime soon or, or no. play house. Or anything. Nope. Yeah. So the coffee date went really well, and she felt comfortable enough with him to ask him to accompany her to a wedding, which I think is perfectly fine. I don't, I don't think that's it's that big a deal. If you don't want to go solo, you'd like to have a date. This is someone whose company you enjoy. This may be an opportunity to get to know them and kudos yeah. to him for going to a wedding of people he doesn't even he doesn't know because that would be pure hell for me yeah weddings are a uh, tough agreed jeff to, i mean you really have to have a certain mindset going in you have to you know be kind of prepared for anything really at a wedding and that went so well they ended up getting a hotel room how drunk were you i mean it's a wedding right so we had a few but not enough to be messy, but definitely enough not to be driving. Right. Gotcha. That, that's sensible. Okay. That makes sense. So is that kind of how it was yeah. played? You know, you looked at each other and you're like, I shouldn't drive, should you? Oh, no. no. I totally shouldn't drive. And you know what we should probably do? Just to be respectful and responsible yes. and good human beings. We should probably just stay here. We should stay here tonight. We should get a room. And you know what? Just to yeah. save money, why don't we just get one room? Be silly to pay for two. Right. We're just going to I mean, go to I sleep. think that's exactly how the conversation goes. <laughs> 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 <Been> there. <laughs> So so you had a great night, and then the next morning, everything was fine, seemingly so, and then you never heard from him again? Did I gloss over anything? No, that's exactly what happened. We had a good night, tried reaching out to him a couple of days later, and still haven't heard back from him. All right, let's call Ben. You ready? Yes. Let's yeah. do this. Hey, Ben. Hi, Ben. Who's this? It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you, man? Ah, uh, Jeff and Jen. <laughs> I know what you guys want. You know what we want? Y yeah, really? Why? You're not surprised? Is this about my dates? Or <laughs> you listen to our show then? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, well, have you been dating? I have, and uh, 
I'm pretty sure I know who this is about. Does it, does it have to do with a wedding by any chance? <laughs> it does. It does. And why are you laughing? Because I know who's calling you, and I know why she's calling. And, um, yeah, I mean, we just to kind of give you, you know, my side of the story, we did go to a wedding. We had a good time. But I'm not sure if you guys have ever been a plus one at a wedding where you kind of feel out of place. Totally. And, oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I kind of got this feeling that I was there for a specific reason, and that was to make some dude jealous. And I looked over various points mm. of the wedding, seeing her at the bar, on the dance floor. She was flirting with the same guy over and over again. And that guy was me. not you. That wasn't me. Interesting. Yeah. So she gets flirty. She was drinking. And this guy had a wife and a kid. So (laughs) I was more, you know, wondering how the wife wasn't, if she was seeing what I was seeing, you know. Oh, so the wife and kid were there. They were both there. Yeah. So it was a very uncomfortable situation for me. And, you know, I don't want any part of that, to be honest. Like, what would you see her doing that indicated to you that there was... And were you, you know, what was she doing? As, and was it one-sided or was he flirting back? It was definitely, it was definitely two-sided. So there's definitely some interest there from what I'm gathering. But you know when a girl just looks into a guy's eyes and you could just, you could just tell, uh, you could just like tell that they're, they're connected in some way. You lost them. Just, yeah. They. Yeah. The way she was looking at him, you know, mm. the way he was also rubbing his arm at some point and. Just the way she flips her hair. It's just intuition, you know? Yeah. Not only women have intuition. <laughs> we, we, we know it's something. Now, did your intuition tell you that there is something already going on there between the two of them? Did you sense that chemistry? Because, you know, there's always that chemistry between two people who've slept together. You just know. Right. Or it, it like, was it more yeah. just it just felt like flirting? It looked like past history and something that they want to rekindle. That's what it seemed like. Okay, mm. so you think they know each other. They know each bit. other. Right. Yeah, huh. exactly. Interesting. Yet yeah, yeah, I do find it fascinating that you went back to the hotel room with her anyway. <laughs> and didn't let that stay in the way. Nothing gets in the way of that, right? Uh, of course not. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit, All right, right, well, Ben, you're a fan of the show. You know how we roll here on Second Date Update. Madison. Yeah. Who was this guy? Dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, like, I don't even know which guy you're talking about. I'm friends with all the guys who are in the wedding. I don't have anything going on with any of them. And I was with you, like, the whole night. All right, so tall guy, dark hair. think his name was Ryan. Pretty wife, little kid. You can I all you want, but I'm not an idiot. I know that song. Ryan, are you serious? Dead wrong. We're friends. He's like a no, no, no. He's like a brother to me. I've known him for years. I know his wife for years. So I don't know what you think you saw, but it's just not true. And I mean, like, if that's what you believe, why did you go ahead and sleep with me then? It was a wedding, and you were available. Oh man! Come on now. Wow. Should have taken a no. second. To- you like you oh. had you could at least say that you liked her. I was turned off immediately after the flirting. That was not. Yeah, you slept with me. <laughs> Matt, I love this. What? 
This is just so just... second date update. Like, this is why second date update <laughs> still to this day. Entertains you? Yes. I know, it but never it sucks gets old for her. For no, it I know. It sucks for her. And at the same time, if she is screwing around with a married guy, especially if it's a guy that she knows and she knows the wife, you know. She's not likely to admit that here. He's not going to admit that here. And imagine if you are screwing around with someone who is married and there are strong feelings there and you are going to be at an event where that person is going to be with their spouse and it's unavoidable. How hard is that for you if you're emotionally engaged and attached to someone who is married to someone else at a wedding, and you are sitting there alone watching the two of them together, this other woman living the life that you want to be living with the man you love or vice versa, and you're there by yourself, I would think it would be easier to take a date. Ben, you want to go to a wedding with me? <laughs> you good. know? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that's not saying it's okay that's not forgiving anybody's behavior in that kind of situation just saying if that were the situation ugh. well it leaves us with this question madison assuming that you're telling the truth yeah. and that this guy ryan means nothing to you beyond uh, a, a, a brotherly friendship that mm -hmm. you've had for years mm -hmm. ryan is family i am not interested in him he's like ill Right. Does that change anything for you at all, Ben? Or have we burned a bridge here by our quick reaction? Hmm. Uh, the bridge is on fire here. I think uh, Ryan might be family, but he's your future family. <laughs> That's what I got out of it. You're that well, you convinced. know what, Ben? I think you burned that bridge when you said you slept with me, even though you were turned off by the situation and accusing me of, like, adultery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the call, Ben, and for having the conversation with us. It always kind of helps when the people we call know the drill. True. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the okay. way, she's on the phone. Yep. <laughs> and then you go. Right. Best of luck to you both. Thanks, guys. Yep. Yeah. All right. Need a little help with the second date update? Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at 1000 bucks, the 1K letter of the day. This Coming is the up. Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Why are you waving your arms up in there? Because we're on the video. We're doing a live video. Oh, you're performing. I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew we're getting hype up in here. Because we don't normally do that when the cameras are off. So no. I, yeah. Okay. I do. Something different. Hype, hype, hype. <laughs> Hi, Pam. How are you? Good morning, crew. How Good are you? Good morning. Oh, we're doing, doing great. Well, Welcome. Good to see you. What's going on in your world this morning? Oh, just having my coffee and getting ready to play 1K. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm lucky enough to get through. Yeah, yeah. How do you take your coffee? I was going to ask that same question. Um, I, I'm, I'm a creamy sugar girl. Yeah, how creamy much? Sugar. 
A little or um, a lot? The old eight and eight like Jen does? <laughs> no, 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 I'm a two and two. Okay. Two, and two. Uh, two and two. I'm down oh, two to a four and four or six and six. <laughs> I remember when Jen would, we would order our coffee on like the Dunkin' app or whatever. Oh. She would be like, cream, 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 cream. cream. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of cream. That's, I, that's how I was raised on coffee. My grandma, when I was little, would pour a bunch of milk and sugar into a cup. And then I had a splash of coffee. A coffee topper. So, and yeah. had, had a coffee later, yeah. <laughs> You like that dark roast, or you like Maxwell House? Um, no, or? I'm actually because of heartburn conditions. I'm I'm a light roast girl. Oh, there light roast, yeah, a yeah. blonde roast. You got to take it easy. Yeah, it's not real. It's pretty acidic. I love my coffee, but sometimes my coffee doesn't love me. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I hear you. All right, well, let's try to win you a thousand dollars. All righty. Open up this envelope. See what your letter is. You'll have thirty seconds to answer ten questions that begin with that letter. If you do so successfully, you win a thousand bucks. Now you can't use the same answer awesome. more than once, and the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. Yep. Um, and it says here you let you got the letter H. H. Ooh, that's the letter good. H. There are a lot of words that start that's... with the letter H. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. I asked Pam if she had ever played before, and she said years ago she played, and she got the letter U. Ugh. And so, it was it, Jeff and Jen were out of town. It was you, Fritch, and Tim. Yeah, and I got the letter U. Ugh. Well, That's these, what they do. Like, we're not gone for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And they everything. And they pull shenanigans uh-huh. like that. These two will be your lucky charm now that you have H. <laughs> yep, I'm hoping so. We'll That's keep our fingers so. crossed. All right. All right. So we got 30 seconds on the clock. I will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. All right, here we go. Okay. With the letter H, name something you wear to the Super Bowl. Hat. Something round. Honda. Something you carry. Hope. Something wet. Hose. Something blue. Hummer. A TV show. Uh, I don't pass. A cleaning product. Pass. A zoo animal. Hippo. 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 Fiona. Yes. Cleaning TV. product. Hand soap. Hand soap. TV show. Hand House. soap. Hogan's Heroes. House. House. Hogan's, Hogan's Heroes. Hero. Hogan family. <laughs> I was thinking honey, too. Some Your cleaning product could be honey. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. bummer. But uh, your other oh, well. answers were pretty good. Yeah. Wet hose, blue that was hummer. really good. Yeah. Hope, really something good. you hold I on to. You carry hope. That was, like our carry. That was awesome. Every day. Yes. Every day. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, I hear you. Right. <laughs> and there are some one. older Honda models that are somewhat round. If That's you, true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know where that came you from. You look at it with the right out. angle. I suppose so. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was good talking to you, Pam. Enjoy your coffee. I will, and you guys have a great day and a great week. You too. Treat yourself to a refill. There you go. All right, I will. Thank you so much. All right, take it easy. Good day, guys. Bye-bye. See you, bye. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. 
All right, guys, say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member. This is Allison Williams of Amelia, everybody. Hello, hi, Allison. Allison. I'm so good. How are you guys? Doing great. We're doing great. So you and I are both the oldest out of all of the kids in our family, but you have six other siblings. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. I do. Yes. (laughs) When the second one came along, were you excited? Like, oh, this is great. I have a little baby sister or brother or whatever. Oh, I was very excited for number two. I was only two at the time. So that was exciting. And then when like number three and four came along. Yeah. That was when it started getting a little crazy. And then the last one, I was 19 when the last one was born. So she's nine, and I have a a two-and-a-half-year-old. So, Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's so cool, So you must be a natural nurturer, right? Because from jump, you were having to sort of step in and have mom and dad's back. Oh, yeah. I'm just like second mom to everyone. We live like 10 minutes away from my parents and five of the kids still live at home and they're always stopping by my house, too. So Wow. Now, are you originally from this area? Yeah, so I grew up in Loveland, Madera area. The sweetheart of Ohio. Yeah, (laughs) it was was great. And then I moved to Florida for a bit and then ended up back here again. (laughs) Now, what brought you to Florida? Was it the job at Disney? Yes, I worked uh, the Disney College program for a year there. um, And then I ended up staying because I met my boy. What is that? Tell people what the Disney College program is. So the Disney College program is if you are enrolled in any class at a university, you can apply for an internship at Disney World. You're a regular employee at a million different locations, um, and then it lasts anywhere from like four months up to a year. You can extend your time. That's so cool. And what did you do for Disney? I was there 2014 to 2015 when Frozen was huge. And they had a big Frozen event with like an ice skating rink and... So I got to do that. I was at Wandering Oaken's trading post for a year. Oh, that's funny. Wow. So you know Olaf and Sven and the whole group. Oh, yeah. And now my daughter is obsessed with Frozen, so we've oh, been right. <laughs> What would you say was the most interesting aspect working for Disney? I think it was seeing the behind the scenes. Like, I grew up a pretty big Disney kid, so yeah. seeing the behind the scenes of it all, was it didn't, like, ruin the magic. I think it just made everything more interesting. I'm glad you had that reaction, because some people would be like, oh, man, I don't want to see the behind the scenes. Like, I like having this fantasy yes. image in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was worried it would ruin things, but it didn't. It, it was just so cool to see everything, like how it ran and everything. It was yeah. it was definitely one of the best times. Well, and you've taken the job with you uh, long after you left because not only is your child getting into Disney, but all of your pets have Disney names. Yeah, yeah so my dog is Cora, which is from my husband's favorite movie, Tron. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I love that. And then my first cat is Punzi, who is from my favorite movie, Tangled. Mm-hmm. So for Rapunzel. And then we have Kylo from Star Wars, another of my husband's favorite. And then oh. we have Lily, who's Tiger Lily from Peter Pan. Oh, there you go. Well, that's cool that your husband's getting in on it, too. I guess he would have to oh, if yeah. he wants to be with you, right? I had to include him. We met when I was at Disney's. 
So, oh wow! Yes, so I brought him back to the cold with me. That's so funny. Well, we're happy to have you in the club. Yeah, nice. I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun. We're gonna have a good time. Yes, thank you guys so much. You're very welcome. And if you're a Jeff and Jen super fan, you want to join our Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club. Uh, sign up now at WKRQ.com. We may end up recognizing you for being a huge supporter of the show because each day we select a best friend member of the day. Uh, today, obviously, that was Allison. Tomorrow, it could be you. So get to WKRQ.com. It's 10 after 9. Cloudy skies today, man. It's gray. Typical gray January day. we got wet roads outside of our Kennedy Avenue studios and that's something we could see on and off throughout the day. Drizzle, maybe even some snow flurries, depending on where you are. High of 38. Right now, 33. Thanks Q- for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.